Yes, all right. All right, and welcome back to the latest installment of the Metal Oasis podcast with me, your host, Adam, and my wonderful co-host, Orion. Say hello, Orion. Hello, Orion. Awesome. Well, would you look at that? Ten episodes in. Is this number ten? No, no, no. This is episode eleven. Oh, we've done ten episodes now. I this can't be, believe it. This will be our ninth review, um, and plus the Metallica draft. But eleven episodes total today. We're on so, the road to a hundred, buddy. That's right, and road to a hundred, and road to infamy and riches beyond our wildest dreams. I know. I just I can't wait. I I quit my job, uh. So this is it. Yes, indeed. So hopefully I won't, you know, be in the poorhouse very soon, but because we are just racking up all the downloads and streams. Well, I think we hit, you know, one billion streams yesterday, which is pretty cool. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. If only I, if only it was true. But nonetheless, uh, so uh, last week we actually had a wonderful episode. We actually had a fellow podcaster join us. Tom from the Shadow Loudcast was, you know, awesome of him to, you know, spare five hours of his time to chat with us about uh, Avenged Sevenfolds 2007 white album and also just all around bullshitting with us um said it was a very fun episode to do I'm glad that you know we had somebody else that you know had a lot of you know had meaningful input and valuable impact on his life about that so uh, any feedback you've been hearing about the episode thus far um I think just you know just to, to echo what you're saying, just appreciate Tom joining us. That was a that was a great episode. It was a lot of fun to dive into it. Um, as I said last week, that was an album that I kind of affectionately referred to as during the Guitar Hero days. So I didn't listen to it. Um, I haven't listened to it in years, but it was fun to kind of take you know a trip down memory lane. Um, but yeah, as far as feedback goes, I think that generally, I think there's a little bit of surprise in terms of you know the album selection and kind of the mix of the host we had and what we were discussing so that was really cool um and people are just enjoying the guest appearances so that they don't just hear you and me arguing with each other and me telling you you're wrong and then us getting emails agreeing so it was nice to kind of you know continue that 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 train of changing it up but yeah it was good stuff yeah but alas the train must come to an end it is just you and i yet again back to the og podcast (laughs) remember back when we first started this thing and it was just us two Yes, the good ages old days. ago, ages uh, ago. I don't even remember what it's like for just the two of us to be in here. It was like two months ago. Oh, that's a long time. Is it now? There's no, 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 like a month. Nonetheless, that was just, I don't know. Nonetheless, um, too long. Yes, well, this week we do have actually, so this is actually a surprise episode, really. Uh, we did not re- announce what we were going to be doing this week because mm-hmm. uh, of two things. One, you dropped the ball and couldn't determine what you wanted to do. And two, you're just plain stupid. So, you know, if they uh, couldn't, you know, get the gist of what the episode is by the album title, uh, excuse me, by the episode title, what are we doing today, Orion? Well, <clears throat> you know, I was struggling with a few different ideas and I decided to go with something a little left field Coincidentally, also from 2007. So today, we're going to chat about the release from September 25th, 2007, by the virtual band Death Clock from the American animated sitcom Metalocalypse. We are going to be discussing the Death Album. Uh, I'm very excited to chat about this. I think this is going to be, again, kind of out of left field and yet also make a ton of sense. 
yeah, this is this is a good one. So when he told me this, I was all I just said was yes, one hundred percent, totally behind this. Um, I think you know I wrote down Death Clock on the list of bands I wanted to do. You know, even though they are a fictional band, um, the Death album, their you know debut album, slaps harder than a lot of metalcore bands' real albums did in 2007 2008 <laughs> like yes it's weird that literally just one dude you know well i guess two dudes gene hoagland and brandon smalls can write you know just two dudes in a room and do all of this themselves mm-hmm. like i'm I, w- I don't know if it is just you know if that's really brandon smalls doing all the solos and shredding that's fucking cool but i would imagine I'd, you know from the research i've been able to find i really don't know too well uh, like I said, I've seen Metalocalypse. I've listened to all the Death albums uh, from uh, Death Clock, but I really have never really, like done a deep dive into, you know, guest vocalists or not guest vocalists, uh, like into like guest musicians or whatnot. But really, it's just Gene Hogan on drums, Brandon Smalls guitars, bass, vocals, production, everything. So the fact that two guys can make this brutal of an album, um, and I mean some of the lyrical content and song titles are definitely tongue-in-cheek and goofy but they fucking rip yeah. um, so i was super pumped to explore this one with you especially doing it a little early um to kind of just venture into us about our personal interest about what mm-hmm. we're watching you know growing up in you know late high school early college and stuff like that just being like you know goofy 18 19 year olds yep so. yep <clears throat> this will be a fun one i um Still, well, we can dive into the album itself, but I guess we should probably get into uh, if you received any additional feedback or anything else you want to chat about before we dive into this puppy. Uh, you know, I mean, just outside of, you know, last week's episode, I, I did get some, uh, you know, some uh, private messages and stuff from people uh, saying how much they liked it um, and how, you know, Tom was just a great host. Um, and oh, yeah. Definitely well, well-rounded um, and kind of just rounded out us as a, you know, as a, as a trio reviewing that album. It was I think it was just really good to have someone that uh, has you know had 200 plus episodes under his belt that could just really just keep the conversation and keeping that needle moving. It was great. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, which I really that also does bring me to the next segment. strongly worded email from one anthony uh what a doozy anthony says once again adam is hopelessly wrong yeah volbeat is like when a newborn has that blowout that runs up the back of the onesie and you just have to throw it out (laughs) volbeat sounds like when Gollum is being tortured and snitches on adam's uncle bilbo at the beginning of lord of the rings Volbeat makes Creed look like the greatest band of all time. Um, Tom, you are 100% correct in your assessment of Volbeat. They fucking suck. Um, So he goes on. Uh, So funny thing happened the other day. I was typing out protest in my predictive text. Already knows what follows, which is protest the hero. The greatest Canadian progressive metal band of all time. And yes, Orion, there is a new-ish protest the hero album. And it's called Palimpsest set. I don't fucking know. I'm going to go with Palimpest, <coughs> released in 2020. Can't wait for the next week. Uh, and he 
concludes. He says, I've been holding off on this one, but it's time. My suggestion of the week is Crystal Lake, particularly their album True North. They are so fucking good. If there's one song that floors me, it's Metro. That is my most recent play on repeat song. Oh, I've heard these guys before. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Adam, you and your opinions suck. Orion, have a good day. Tom, definitely check out Protest the Hero and join the dark side with me as well. Until next time, Captain Fuckface Anthony. Um, but yeah, I actually I do like Crystal Lake. They're on my list of bands to check out. Check out. They are a newer band, and I definitely I do concur with you, Anthony. You know, you're such an asshole. Um, but they're a good band. So thank you, Anthony. You gem of a listener. Can't wait till next week to hear what you have to say about this excellent album from the virtual imaginary band Death Clock. Uh, so let's jump right into it, really. So Death Clock. Who the fuck is Death Clock? Um, this is your episode, buddy, so you take it away. So the reason or this kind of came about, there's a there's an animated sitcom series called Metalocalypse uh, that was on Adult Swim. And I remember Chris told me about it. He said, hey, there's this cartoon show about like a legendary death metal band that's like world famous. Everyone's obsessed with them and it's hilarious. And I was like, I mean, sure, whatever. I mean, I'm sure it's kind of funny. And I remember seeing the Duncan Hills coffee (laughs) clip from the episode and I just lost it. And I was like, this is amazing. The show is genuinely very funny. It just kind of follows this legendary metal band and everyone being obsessed with them and all their antics. Um, and it's great. But what really sets the show apart is that the music for it, yes, it's it's pretty hilarious. And most of it is just really goofy topics, as we'll get into when we start to review the album. But musically, it's really, really good. Um, they're better than most bands that came out around the sound time or releasing music around the same time. So even though it's you know satire and it's it's super over the top it's really really damn good for me one of my favorite memories from undergrad was actually hanging out with previous guest shoals another good friend of ours and we i don't recall what it was we were supposed to be doing that day but went over there and we ended up watching metalocalypse for like five hours and just drinking and hanging out all day and it was absolutely hilarious um so you know Again, kind of riding that nostalgia train like we talked about before, but it's it's really good. It's really good music. It's really funny. I definitely recommend watching the series, but even just listening to the music, it's something I'll put on in my car whenever. Yeah, so I actually was not a you know big Adult Swim you mm-hmm. know follower or viewer. Um, mm-hmm. I had you know I heard of death clock i had heard of all the i know it's the other stupid shows that were on there like aqua teen and stuff like that sure um and it was just stupid shit like i just it's on so late it's like i've got a job i've got to be up at 4 a.m i can't stay up until 2 a.m 3 a.m watching this stupid shit and it was actually from mayhem fest when i got a like one of those like demo cds mm-hmm. from, from i forgot what um maybe it was like nuclear blast or whatever they're doing like a like one, one of those cds that they was like oh here's like you know 15 bands to our label like you know check them out and it was actually uh laser cannon death sentence was the opening track and it had just the one song by death clock on there but that was a song and had like other bands on there as well but i was like what the fuck is this like it was just so brutal especially laser cannon death sentence like what a cool title uh 
And I was like showing Billy, I'm like, well, who is this? Like, who's Death Clock? Like, oh, from Metalocalypse. I was like, oh, okay. And then and I like went back and got the Death album because I he played me a few songs by there. He played me Mermaider and Awaken. Um, and I was like, oh, these are like pretty fucking cool songs, man. They're pretty heavy. So I, you know, from there, I was like, I got the album and just played it on repeat. There's some really hidden gems for metal songs of this genre. I mean, it's almost perfect melodic death metal like it's just it's in your face it's got heavy good guitars like blistering solos that are really really good the vocals by brandon smalls aka nathan explosion just fucking rip uh i, mean, I don't really think we need to go into song by song how great because we'll just be repeating ourselves but really vocally guitarically drummingly basically <laughs> like these songs just are fucking awesome yep. um so i'm definitely excited to definitely take these track by track rank these and see what comes out and reigns supreme mm-hmm. likewise there's a lot of damn songs on this album so we got our work cut out for us yeah i mean it's fucking it's 15 songs um we're just gonna do I mean, what we got here on the streamings uh mermaider to death harmonic so I mean, unless you got anything. Oh, well, I guess we could also talk about too. So, uh, Death Clock. Uh, I think we should also explain who Death Clock is. It is a five piece. Their front man and vocalist is Nathan Explosion. Um, he is very, uh, almost a cartoon embodiment of one corpse grinder. Um, mm-hmm. Or I guess he's based off Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse, which is spot fucking the one. You have Swissgar Squigliegef. I guess I said it right. I know he's the lead guitarist. He has, you know, he's the blonde hair, you know, blonde haired guy in the band. Very, you know, Swedish, Norwegian, Finnish, you know, any Scandi, like a uh, kind of a character of Ingve Malmsteen. Yes, but you know, very much just the Scandinavian, you know, guitarist. Um, you have the second guitar player. You have a uh, Toki Wartooth, uh, who is the you know rhythm guitarist. Uh, very almost uh, way I thought of him was kind of like Dave Murray from Iron Maiden. Just you know sits mm-hmm. in the back, plays the rhythm, and just rips it up. Um, you have Pickles, the drummer, uh, who has a orange gullet that is got dreads. It's very interesting. And rounding out is uh, the bassist, William Murderface. And he just has like a weird lisp the whole time and like the gap in his teeth. I don't know. It just, it, it actually reminds me of the guy, the singer from Anvil. Um, just very, just eccentric, like looking eccentrically, just very crazy. I mean, you're wearing that like, combat boots, shorts, a blue t-shirt and a vest. And like have like it reminds me almost like hey arnold like with that just like square like that <laughs> yeah. rhombus shaped head and hair on his face with a mustache but nonetheless it definitely you know if you want to know more about them just watch the show i think it's on hbo now or hbo max whatever the hell it's mm-hmm. called these days mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that they picked up all the cartoon network shows and that's actually where i've been watching them here recently um so anyway well let's jump right in to the lead off track mermaider Let's do it. 
All right, buddy. Your album, lead us off. <laughs> I mean, you already know what I'm going to say. I'm a sucker for a good galloping metal song. And this song is just, it's so funny. It's literally about murdering mermaids. Um, and most of the lyrics, besides a mermaider, are <clears throat> just listing off different objects to use to murder mermaids um and it's awesome it this is a perfect example of just how goofy and satirical this is like content wise it's just so absurd but the song still absolutely slaps um mermaiders fantastic it's it's such a good representation of what this is about i mean it's such a you know con it's 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 such a paradox because it's so goofy and absurd and very much satire, but it's so well done that it's just like genuinely awesome. So Mermaider is is a good and it definitely slaps. If there was a musical representation of the term stomping a mud hole in your ass, it's Mermaider. <laughs> like it just, you know, it <sighs> it's just so funny because it just it literally just stomps and has just this head bob groove the entire time and then just you've got this just like drum beat and just like just just a ripping up solo it's like what the hell is this and it's only three and a half minutes and it's like it's awesome um the song first appears in the first or excuse me the first season second episode death water the band records an album in the Mariana Trench in a nuclear submarine. The tribunal blackmails the label sent producer Dick Nubbler into spying on them. But after hearing the band, he turns on the tribunal to become the band's permanent producer. When Nubbler tries to leave the submarine in a submersible, he is attacked by a giant seahorse that was mutated by the nuclear submarine's radiation, forcing him to rush to the surface without depressurizing, causing his eyes to explode. All right, um, next track, Go Into the Water.
this is so hard. I know. I I'm just like that's a seven out of ten. I'm just like no, no, it's definitely an eight out of ten. Yep. Um. All right. Go into the water is the season finale from season one of Metalocalypse titled "The Metalocalypse Has Begun." As Death Clock prepares to play their new album for the very first time, General Crozet and Cardinal Ravenwood break rank with the rest of the Tribunal and lead a full-scale assault on the band, and they hire an assassin whose brother was killed by Death Clock in episode Murdering the Outside the Box. The assassin corners Toki and Swissguard, but is confronted by Ovenson stating, that's my bread and butter you're fucking with. The two duel and Ovenson wins. Knocking the assassin into the sea, but not killing him. General Crozet and the Cardinal corner the other band members, and after a bloody battle with the Clocketeers, prepare to kill them. However, Mr. Salatica appears and uses magic to destroy the Cardinal's eyes and force his intestines out of his mouth. He then turns to Crozet, saying, You, I need alive, and makes him fall asleep. The band approaches the dying Cardinal, who utters the final words, The Metalocalypse has begun. So, what are your thoughts on the song? I love it. Um, it's just the weird, like vocal. I mean, it's called "Go Into the Water," and let me actually pull up, like the lyrics. I mean, this is definitely an album between lyrical content, the lyrics themselves, like they're just all over the place. Um, and it's in the chorus, we reject our earthly fires. Gone are days of land empires, lungs transformed to take in water, cloaked in scales. We swim and swim on. Like it's just a. Uh, pretty cool i mean it's a very like altruistic kind of song it's like with, with global warming and all that shit it's like you know one day it's like could we you know evolve and you know become like mermaids or some shit or and, like with the rising seas would it actually demolish our societies and we just return to the sea you know if you look at evolution we you know came from the sea with you know certain shit like that but i don't know it's a pretty fucking cool song it stomps all the way through mm-hmm. um the again the solo just very emotional um it's just a very fun track and i think it's pretty interesting it's like the as heavy as this these, this album is it's like just two slow songs kind of like just that has that stomping groove it's not like blistering fast or blast beats it's just it's heavy and thick mm-hmm. what about you yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's not like a super fast blistering song, but the tone of it, it's it's just super cool. And this is another example where, I mean, you know, this is from a, a, an animated comedic a comedic series, but the song is still badass. If you didn't know that this was from, you know, essentially a comedy show, you would just think this is just like a cool, you know, dark metal song. I love the tone of it. I love. <clears throat> kind of the chug a lug of it and the, the stomping to it. it it's just it's such a cool song it's just i don't know it has it, it's it's slow but it doesn't like drag on if that makes sense no yeah you're right i mean it's <laughs> it's four minutes and 20 seconds um, nice but it doesn't overstay it's welcome i think it definitely good good solid song solid song for sure anytime it pops up it actually popped up for me a couple of weeks ago, I used the uh, the daily drive thing on Spotify where it just randomly pulls songs that you may or may not listen to. And this song came up and I was like, oh, yeah, it's a great song. Well, yeah. Well, next track. Awaken. 
Stems from season one, episode four, titled Death Troll. And I'm going to read this whole one to you because it's fucking hilarious. In Finland, the band accidentally awakens the lake troll, Mooster Krakish. The giant troll goes on a rampage, killing thousands, destroying entire cities, and disabling all electronics in Finland. The band decides to put the troll back into sleep solely so they can once again use email and their DSL-equipped death phones, albeit by playing antique acoustic instruments shown to them by an old fin at a bar. The antique acoustic instruments are called grandpa guitars. <laughs> <laughs> their support, their lullaby works until Murderface's newly reactivated death phone rings. Murderface promptly loses reception and throws his, throws his barbed and bladed death phone down the mooster crackish's throat, whereupon the troll gruesomely eviscerates itself in a desperate and frantic attempt to get out. The episode ends with the band feasting on its corpse. Um, <laughs> God, this song, the way it just opens, just with the awaken, awaken, uh, it's, uh, God, I just fucking love it. And just that opening, just that, that picked guitar part, just it's so fucking catchy and the just the fucking drums in the bass mm-hmm. just blast you in the chest and uh, it's just the song and then i'm just like kind of speechless like all these reviews like i just don't know what to say like it's oh it's so fucking cool it's so fucking cool i'm trying to be you know you know a little more uh, descriptive in my uh, thoughts other than saying it's fucking awesome, but it just is like, I mean, you'll hear, I mean, once I know we're all listening to it at the beginning of of this segment, but 
it's heavy it's fast the again the solos i don't know you, you take it man i'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just i'm rambling i'm speechless i don't know what the fuck to say this is <clears throat> awakened is hilarious and my reaction to this is like who do they think they are to make this like hilarious animated show about a fictional band and then make a song that's this damn good like it's actually it's absurd awaken is is awesome i love the harmonizing guitars near the beginning of the song i love the groove when it kind of goes out of the chorus and then you know there's there's some other verses and stuff going on it's just it's so catchy it's such a cool song um it's fast it's it's brutal the technicality of it is super super good i love the solo on it it's it's just a badass song and it's just it's and I'm probably going to say this multiple times as we do this review. It's so funny because you hear the song, you're like, damn, it's a sick song. What is that from? And you're like, it's from a cartoon show about a fake metal band that like dominates the world. Um, Awaken is such a cool song. And the, the episode where the troll comes out of the lake and starts murdering everyone is hilarious. <laughs> then he's like, well, the only reason why they want to stop it is like, I need to use my email. <laughs> 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 like, uh, all right. Well, let's move on to the next track, Blood Recuted. Electrocuted from season one, episode six, Death Fam. A journalist reunites the members of Death Clock with their families, driving the band insane as they must deal with their greedy, annoying, and aggressive relatives. Finally, the parents and siblings decide to make a Death Clock family album, asserting that there is nothing in this world more brutal and grotesque than raising children. Um, I'm just going to read some lyrics from this because this song... <laughs> It's just, 
<laughs> fucking hilarious. Basically, the song is basically he's being, you know, this guy's in the woods. He's being, you know, chased by someone who wants to kill him. You've been targeted in the night by violent mercenaries. Your identity's been confused with one that looks like you. You're a simple man living life. You're an electrician. But there's a bounty on your head, a billion unmarked traveler's checks. Find your way deep into the woods. The dogs can smell your path. Try to find a way out of this. There seems to be no chance. Bounty hunters closer to you start to remember back when you studied biology back in your high school class. Wait now, what did they say about the human body and proportions of things? Blood is an energy conductor. I am full of all of that. All I need is an outlet. They're getting closer, but now you have a plan. Lead them to the generator where there's solid land. The concrete floor will do just fine and electric outlets. Open up your veins and splash the blood and hit the power lines. Blood recruited. And it <laughs> closes out. Enemies stand dead in your blood. The stench of cooking skin. All of them with their hair on end. Their eyes exploded in. You stand with your arms bleeding still. You cannot stop the flow. Though you are the victor tonight, your time has come to go. Go, 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 go. Your time has come to go. So, as I've stated previously on the Metal Oasis, like, it took a while for me to get used to, or uh, it took me a while to get accustomed to, you know, death metal style vocals. Um, you know, coming from clean vocals and trying to, you know, learn and get accustomed to heavier style vocals, you know, Nathan Explosion, Brandon Smalls, like this is you know, death metal. It's harsh. It's heavy. You know, it's growled. It's screamed. Like it's got that grit to it. One of the first times I actually ever heard this song, I could understand the lyrics mm-hmm. straight through. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really good achievement for me personally to understand what the fuck he was saying. And then when I heard it again, I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Just wait now. What do they say about the human body and proportions of things? Blood is an energy conductor. I'm full of it. All I need is an outlet. I'm like, what? What the hell is going on? So, I mean, the song is just, it's got a very good groove. It's, you know, just the way the, the guitar just like kind of speaks the verse and just repeats itself. And then it again has that stomp, like, you know, where, um, like you like the very thrashy stuff like just for me it's like it has a stomp just the bass and drum just boom 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 i just uh, and, it, and it fits perfectly in the song i'm a sucker for it and then just i'm imagining there's that dual solo uh between you know swiss guard and toki and it's like you turn around it's like boom like everyone's dead on the concrete <laughs> like, <laughs> like the solo has literally just like killed everybody uh, it's just this song top fucking notch song Spoke a lot, buddy. What you got to say? I mean, you took um, the goddamn words out my mouth. Um, it's such a it, it's such a good song, and it's it's so funny. And you went over the lyrics several times, but or went over several parts of the, the the song. The part with the blood is an energy conductor. I'm full of that. All I need is an outlet. I love the the kind of groove and and I don't know bounce to that section of the song. It comes up a couple of times. It's such a groovy song, and then you know one of the things that stands out for all the death clock songs are the harmonizing guitars. Yes. Yeah. They yes. sound so cool. Um, Bloodtricuted is, is, is a badass song. It's got some thrashy elements. It's got a good groove to it. Um, it's fun. It's super funny. It's 
absolutely absurd, which is something I'm probably going to say several times as we continue to go through these episodes. Um, it's solid. It, it, it's a solid one. I'm going to hold off on saying where I'm going to put it, but I, I do love Blood Tricuta. It, it definitely brings a smile to my face. It's a fun metal song. And again, not to sound redundant, but that's the thing. Even though this is satire and it's goofy, these are really good songs, which is why we're even bothering to talk about this in the first place. Besides just the content, right? We're not just like, oh, this is a cartoon about metal. haha. The music is actually super, super good. And this yeah. is a, a good example of that. I mean, we're four songs in and I just have a smile on my face the whole time. All right. Well, normally I would say something stupid and mean about you, about this next title for the next song. But I'm not going to because I don't want you to go forth and die. Oh. Well, thanks, I guess. <laughs> forth and die from season one episode 13 aptly titled go forth and die uh, the band's lead vocalist nathan explosion attempts to earn his ged after a nightmare in which the rest of the band is killed by random things at a show and murder phase is invited to appear on a celebrity spelling bee game show nathan studies math and reading while murder phase attempts to convince the rest of the band that he's a great speller despite being illiterate Nathan becomes nervous before his test and starts to drink, scoring a perfect zero as a result, answering no questions on the test. Murderface, unsurprisingly, misspells the first word given to him as he started spelling B before it is even read. Um, go and take this one, buddy. Oh, God. This, <laughs> this song shouldn't be this good. <laughs> something I'm going to say repeatedly. Um, I definitely absolutely love this song. For a number of reasons and i can very much empathize with some of the lyrics in the song i can relate to them a lot 
it's pretty much a song about just wasting away your life spending a bunch of money and time and school and then going into the real world and just being like crushed by what you're gonna have to do so some of the lyrics like trapped inside a box for long years hiding from the world punched by your peers um just talking about finishing your degree and then <laughs> the second part now you've graduated mind is mutilated thrust into the world moving thrust into the world feeling segregated move it this is the best part to me move in with your parents back into the dark landed where you started bachelor of arts (laughs) (laughs) and then um lastly the last thing i want to reference is (laughs) um now you're sad and frightened want to go and hide maybe get your masters eight more years inside dream of your own murder strangled by the (laughs) ivy drown in student loans better off just dying like the content is super satirical it's really funny um again as someone who has done far too much time in school it's just really really fun to be really humorous but the song is so good so if you didn't think about the comedic element of this and this just talking about how fucking predatory student loans are and how terrible the whole education system is um, it would just be a badass metal song. But this one, again, I guess it's kind of just personally hilarious to me. Um, so on a content side, very funny, very good. But musically, oh boy, I absolutely love this song. I love the tone of the guitars, especially about, what is it, one, like 140 in, when there's this kind of like back and forth with the guitars and then they harmonize. Ooh, buddy, that part kicks me, kicks me hard. In the chest and the balls. Fucking love it. One of my favorite death clock moments is that part of this song. That's high praise. This is an awesome song. Bingo bango. This is a banger. 10 out of 10. So I when I listen to the song, um, I really like the beginning. Just the drums, it they drive so well and you just keep hearing that um, like a splash and a crash from the china in the background it's just like it's just like normally it's like reserved for like you know hear this that hear the china then it's going to something else like it's just it's ongoing so it's like it's rhythmic and i I just love that part of it and because the the guitars are just chugging ladder along i i really think that the drums in the beginning of the song really kind of are the standout of this mm. um but i wrote down middle guitar part chef's oh. kiss that like like you listen to the song it's like okay like in the beginning it's like okay like the drums are good like it's just it's very you know death clock it's very stomping grooving but it's not really like catching me but then the guitar that i was like middle oh, part oh, oh, spicy, oh man spicy. Uh, it's a spice on me um <laughs> god it's so fucking good like so good you know i just yeah, that whole segment. I'm listening and, and to it I, right now. Just oh, and I, I just love the between like just like the like the drum fills and the guitars just like harmonizing and dueling through that middle part, and then just here Nathan explosion, just dropping just words in the middle. It's like it just fits so well. It's a well crafted song. I God, it's gonna be so fucking hard to rank these. I know. Like it's yeah, and the solo again good as ever all right well let's stop cock goblin on this one next song the fan song <laughs> that's a perfect perfect segue you people out 
there give us something more than just record sales. You give us something to hate. And we hate you. You brainless mutants. song comes from season one episode nine mordland mordhouse is open to the public for the annual fan day and the band members quickly grow annoyed for this special occasion deathcock plays fan song which describes their hatred for the, of their fans two brothers who operate deathcock's biggest fan website attempt to pirate the song and extort the band ultimately one brother is killed and the other in prison for their transgression <laughs> go ahead buddy <laughs> this song lead us off is absolutely in- incredible and hilarious and <laughs> i mean song this album's what 15 years old the beginning of the song makes me laugh every single time the song <laughs> opens up um you know just with just slow guitar a little bit of drums and nation explosion basically just speaking the lyrics you people out there give us something more than just record sales you give us something to hate and we hate you you brainless mutants <laughs> just <laughs> it makes me laugh every time the song starts yes i love it, it. and i like the next part it just says hate 16 <laughs> times <laughs> uh there, i mean there's so many there's so many good lines. I mean, I'm just going to read a couple of parts of it. One of my favorites is, you have lined my pockets overflowed with gold. You're living with your parents and you're 35 years old. You're a bunch of banks that I'd like to rob. You're my online cash transaction. You're my future stocks. Um, and then, <laughs> um, Deluded little maggots, fold your arms and frown. Go to work and make me money before I put you down. It's just, it's such a fuck you song. Those hate what sixteen times die like 
22 times in a row. It's it's so stupid, but it's fantastic. Uh, the fan song is hilarious. I mean, this this definitely toes the line more to just a straight up comedy satire song. Yes, it's yes. still musically, it's still fun. But I mean, you hear this, I'm like, you know, like this is kind of a joke. Um, but fan song is hilarious, and that intro will always at least get a good smile out of me, if not laugh every time. Yeah, my uh, my favorite's actually toward the end. You're a credit card that I will defile every time I max you out. I get a thousand miles. <laughs> You're a brand new card that I do not need. Wrap you around a telephone pole, shrug it off, and leave. <laughs> oh man! Oh shit! So, Such well, a good well, song. Uh, guitarically, um, you know. Again, it starts off with the just a groove and stomp. What I really like about you know minute and a half in where it hits that double time one, I think it really <clears> just <throat> it, it picks a song up and does well. You get some blast beats going in where it's just saying die um, repeatedly, and again solo, good as always. So yeah, what a God, and it's it's better. It's but here's the thing: this song is goofy. It's so ridiculous and silly and over the top, but it's still super good. It's still a really good song. I'm I'm having to go to decimals now on my ranking because I just every song is like ten out of ten. I'm just like, let me go back to nine out of ten. It's a nine point one out of ten. He's just so hard. I love fan song. All right. <laughs> Next song. Better metal snake. So, 
Better Metal Snake uh, comes from Season 1, Episode 8, Snakes and Barrels, a documentary on Pickles' pre-Death Clock band, Snakes and Barrels, airs, causing renewed interest and prompting the band to reunite. Pickles' commitment to Snakes and Barrels causes Death Clock to go on a temporary hiatus. The Tribunal plots to permanently erase Pickles' mind with a new super drug they've created. Totally awesome, sweet Alabama liquid snake. The drug works on the other members of Snakes and Barrels, but Pickles' many years of intense drug taking has rendered him immune. <laughs> um, I love the way the song opens. I really don't have any like lyrical uh, takeaways from this one. It's you know almost like a like it's a very straightforward metal song in a sense. It's not like tongue in cheek too bad on this one. Um, it really reminds me of um, Metal Gear Solid when oh. I listen. <laughs> When I listen to this song, that's what I think of it's Metal Gear Solid. Sure. Um just I love how this is actually kind of the first song where we actually get like a kind of like in your face, just like boom intro with just the guitar and bass, just just like that very just like melodic, like droning, like slide uh like you know, going down the scale on the guitar. Pretty cool. Um again, stomp groove, really can't complain about that. Um uh, but you know, I really don't have much. This one really doesn't hit me too hard on this one, though. What about you? Honestly, same. Um, I love the way the guitar comes in; that it's you know really really fast. Um, it has a really cool intro. Um, but honestly, this is kind of a middling song for me. This is honestly a song I haven't heard in a while, and while it's still cool. And especially they get the fast guitar part. I don't know. It's it's it's. I don't have a ton to say on it. It's still good, but it's not as good as other songs in the album. So for me, this is kind of a. Eh, I wouldn't go so far as to say a dud, but this is not one that I revisit very often. Well, we made it six songs in, so without hitting that, so that's a that's a good ride. It's pretty good. Yep. All right, next song, the Lost Vikings.
All right. The Lost Vikings. So this one actually it's a part of a three. It's part of a you know a three song uh, part one, two, and three of uh, Better Metal Snake, The Lost Vikings, and the next track, Thunder Horse. Um The Lost Vikings is the finale of those three um songs. It's not actually in an episode, um, from what I can find. Um it is basically just about five like five lost vikings who are traveling to an unknown destination um i would if i had to pick a song that could go on any other band's album this would be the song and i just wrote down a monomarth like this is very much you know lyrically you put this on any monomarth album Yep. I mean, it's, oh, it's this is a monomarth. Like, this yep. is, you know, signed, sealed, delivered. Boom. Here's a new song for you. I don't need to say anything because that's literally, I was going to say, this is an monomarth song that ended up on a Death Clock album. That's yeah. literally what I was going to say. Um, it's it's a cool song. It, it I like it a lot. I think this is one that toes more metal than satire, honestly. I think this one could fit on like any other metal album which is you know a good representation of how good this album is musically um lost vikings is cool um it's it's yeah i mean it's not as over the top of some other songs but it's just it's it's a really cool solid metal song that i would be happy hearing regardless of the album it's on 100 like it's a straight viking metal kind of stuff and i mean i my biggest thing the guitars in the song are pretty awesome Mm -hmm. just the that but it's not a solo, it's just a lead line that's being played yeah. the whole time. So yep. awesome. Killer track. Awesome. All right. Next song, Thunder Horse.
Thunder Horse. Um, again, it's you know it's a part of you know season one, episode two. Um, Death Water. <clears throat> it is you know recorded. Um, along with two other songs, Battle Metal Snake and Lost Vikings. Um, however, um, the masters of the song, aka the Viking trilogy, was deleted by Nathan Explosion due to his sense of perfectionism and deciding it wasn't brutal enough. Um, so that's kind of where the song falls within the actual episodes. I would be harkened to say that this is the instrumental from the album, considering that the only actual lyrics that are spoken are ride thunder <laughs> horse revenge and a mixture of thunder horse this is a killer track like it's just under three minutes and i think actually just the sprinkling in of thunder horse and all that shit it works really well i you know it, I don't. I think by if you had more lyrics to it, it probably would ruin the song, um, just because of how blistering fast the intro of the song is. Yeah, just how quick those guitars are, and I mean, thirty seconds in, you're just like, "Woo, blown away." What do you think? So, <clears throat> I mean, this is a very nostalgic song for me. Anytime I hear Thunder Horse, all I can think is the clickety clacking of a Guitar Hero controller. This is like one of the most fun songs to play back in the day. And the first time you hear this song, you're like, this is so absurd. This is so silly and ridiculous. And then you're like, man, this is pretty fucking good. And you listen to it again and again and again. And it's so good. Uh, the solo is amazing. The gallop is super addicting to listen to. It's just, a, it's just a badass metal song. And yeah, it's you know kind of goofy. But I mean, you can't deny this is a badass song. I would happily listen to this one ever. And the music video for it from that episode is hilarious with Nathan Explosion just riding this Thunder Horse and just murdering everyone else in the band at this castle. It's hilarious. Uh, Thunder Horse is amazing. I mean, this is probably one of the most well-known Metal or Death Clock songs because, I mean, Guitar Hero and stuff. But, I mean, it's a banger. So unfortunately, now that I'm listening to it, I'm just keep hearing the. I'm just imagining the clickety clack while listening to this song, which mm-hmm. upsets yep. me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play it. I just want to play it again. It's been forever. Uh, all right. Well, we are blistering through this at a great speed. Next track: briefcase full of guts.
briefcase full of guts comes from season one, episode 12, murdering outside the box. Death Clock's annual employee conference and raffle coincides with a revelation that funds are being embezzled from the band. General Crozet takes advantage of the situation and sends an assassin to infiltrate the ranks of Death Clock's hooded roadies. The assassin fights his way onto stage. Um, the assassin fights his way onto the stage during a lottery draw, but trips and falls onto Murderface's diamond encrusted codpiece <laughs> just before he tries to shoot Death Clock. The embezzler ultimately turns out to be the band itself, and they blame it on the assassin who gets a Viking funeral. Um, go ahead, take this one. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty funny song. Um, I love the beginning of it. Um, I love the gallop aspect of it. Um, it, the tone is very heavy. Um, but for me, this I don't know. This song doesn't grab me as much as some others. There's a lot of middle pieces that just kind of like, like I don't know. It, it's not. I don't know. I don't really know the word I want to use to describe it. It's just, it doesn't grab me as much as some of the others. So briefcase full of guts. It's a cool song. It's pretty funny, but it feels like a filler track to me, to be honest. I mean, I know it's from an episode, but I don't know. Yeah. Not, not a heavy hitter for me. Yeah. I mean, I think the music's good. Uh, that's stomping um, about a minute in. It's probably my favorite part of it, but it's, you know, a little middling, as you could say, but good song, but definitely it does not grab me. Um, I thought it did. Uh, I mean, the, the, I would say probably this is probably one of the top five song titles. Oh, yeah. It's full of guts. Oh, um, but I just think that, you know, it's musically, it's doesn't, it just doesn't grab me. doesn't hook me in. So, all right. Next song, Birthday, Death Day.
birthday death day this comes from the season one episode three birthday face in this episode murder face's birthday party is approaching and the rest of the band cannot decide what to get him they initially present him with the darkest most brutal gift of all nothing they go to a castle to meet magrath the second of denmark she is later killed after sampling the mercury frosting of murder face's cake after he storms out, the band gets him the car that JFK was assassinated in, outfitted with other various brutal historic items, most notably the theater chair that Abraham Lincoln was sitting in when he was assassinated, installed in place of the driver's seat, and enrolls him in a death derby to demolish the other car so he can literally destroy United States history. <clears throat> um, Let me take this one, man. Um. <laughs> I love this song. It is, you know, after listening to it again, this is actually kind of like uh, the Lost Vikings to where this song could be on another like brutal metal band. Like I very much got Cannibal Corpse song. I mean, cause it's, I, it's kind of realistic, you know, it's like you're born and then you die and every birthday gets you closer to fucking dying. Um, and just the, just the way it says, or the way the the song is delivered with Nathan explosion, like the part where he says "RSVP, please" for the death of thee, gets me every fucking time. I love the way that that is phrased. Um, I'll, I'll take over some of the lyrics on this one. <laughs> one more year of further suffering. There's no point of fucking bluffing. Open up your death day present. It's a box of fucking nothing. <laughs> That is just awesome. Um, like earlier, they say years keep passing, aging always, mutate into vapid slugs. Doctor gives a new prescription, bullet in a fucking gun. <laughs> One more year closer to dying. Plastic surgeons fuel the line. You forget why you came in here. Your mind rots with every new year. Like that right there is actually, like it's actually really not uh, like satirical. Like that. I can see that on another metal band you know plastic surgeons fuel the line that's a pretty awesome lyric right there um musically the song this is a banger front to back for me dude yeah 100 percent. first day of Deste is amazing and it, it I, i'm being repetitive it's so much better than it should be it's just a satirical metal song about a birthday party and how we're all gonna die and birthdays meaningless a couple of things from it <clears throat> from the episode it's actually one of my favorite moments in the show where they gather around murder face and lower down this present for him and they're like we the blackest present for the most brutal of all bass players we got you and then the present opens it's just an empty box and it's like nothing <laughs> murder face angrily walks away and then uh, uh swiss car is like hey fatso we got you your favorite thing disappointment <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny and then the, the lyrics themselves and i'm pretty sure i've sent this to chris before for his birthday uh where the chorus says rsvp please for the death of thee you have little time and you're running out of life happy birthday you're gonna die <laughs> i forgot the very beginning where he's like doing a slow spoken vocal. Many years ago, something grew inside your mother. 
that thing was you. <laughs> like, and it's like the music video for it. It's like it's just real close up on Nathan's face. And then you see him just like jump down and just point to the camera. It's like you. <laughs> like, what a just awesome, just funny shit way to start the song. <laughs> the song fucking slaps, dude. I mean, it's I was so I, I always tell people of uh that can handle more gross humor on their birthday. I'm just like happy anniversary of the like, vaginal explosion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Of your mother. So yeah. Oh, um God. it's so a, good. Good song. Again, just guitars are great, drums are good, bass is great, vocals are yep. also like it's just it's a fun, fun song. Definitely I love up the there. song. Next song, Hatred Copter. Hatred Copter. Uh, so this song is not featured in any episode, uh, although there is a portion of it or a clip of the music shown in the season two, episode eight, episode PR Pickles, uh, where clips of it are shown. Um, this is actually the first time we're actually getting a second vocalist, which is by none other than Pickles, the drummer, um, which I actually would imagine like how I'd actually would love to see actually just, you know, a back and forth between just pickles on drums singing hatred copter with nathan like i mean cool as shit you know the song it starts off very thrashy and just i love that like that real pinch squeal like very like <laughs> early zach wild a little bit but it's i, I just uh, i really like the back and forth within vocals like that always gets me when there's two vocals on a song but it just it's for me just a good straightforward thrashy metal song yeah, Hatred Copter is uh, it's one, for me. It's what it's it, it it's one of the funniest songs on the album. It has some of the goofiest lyrics, but they're 
just they're so stupid but they're so funny in the delivery um like i fly a gigantic monster i am captain evil stomper i get to wear big black helmet i pilot the hatred copter (laughs) (laughs) arguably just one of the funniest chorus in in all the songs is that you will most likely die by the hands of my arm when I come and fly and take off your face with the front of my hatred copter (laughs) it's it's ridiculous uh hatred copter is it's a fun song I mean it is what it is it's goofy it's silly it's fun to hear you know the you know the secondary vocal styles with pickles singing too um this is a goofy ass song but I mean it's 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 fun and it's still solid I concur. Good. This is a very a death clock. I mean, this is the satirical song. I think they do a great job with it. It's fun. It's heavy. You know, and again, I could put it on another like metal bands album. You'd be like, what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> and it's like, but hey, it works. So, yep. All right. Next song. And I've practiced pronouncing this one Castratocron. Stratocron, which comes from season one, episode 18, Girlfriend Clock. In this episode, Death Clock is asked to host the United States Pornography Awards, but Nathan's new controlling girlfriend puts a damper on the situation for the entire band. If he can't go, they can't go. The band abducts, ties up, and tortures Nathan in an attempt to convince him to dump his girlfriend. He concedes, but before he has the opportunity, she falls down several flights of stairs and is knocked into a coma. As she lay comatose, Nathan asks her, please give me a sign if you don't want me to go to the pornography awards. Not surprisingly, she gives no sign and Death Clock attends. (laughs) Take it away, man. It's pretty good. I like it. It's, It's... It's got some cool parts to it, but I don't know. 
Um, the solo in the middle is pretty sick. I don't know. This is, I hate to say it, but like this, this kind of just falls in the minutia for me. Uh, this this song. I mean, other than the, the solo in the middle, which is really sick. I don't know. This one doesn't grab me as much as others. So it's 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 still good. There's no bad songs on this album, but it's not going to be super high on my list. It, it, it's okay. I mean, it's 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 okay. Well, new new metal oasis record. Twelve songs in a row that we haven't vehemently disagreed with one another. I fucking love this song. Oh well, that's pretty uh, good. Oh my god, I just you know the way this song this is starts, the longest we've gone without just being like totally disagree, bro. Yeah, like I just it has like a, just a very just again that stomping group of four four just boom boom and and then it just like. Just kind of goes in a little bit double time later on. The lyrics, I think, are what really get me for this. Mm. Um, you know, just born of evil in a fiery volcano on a mutilated mission to inflict merciless pain. Sacrifice your soul to the deity of death. She's concocted your murder and you've lost all your defenses. She was summoned by the ancient wizards to carry demon children in the poisonous flood day of her conception the prophecy was written on the scrotum of a wizard in his testicle blood like what a fucking just verse like that is so fucking cool again the solo i think just comes in at the right spot it's just perfect just and it hits off right away it's fast it's awesome uh whenever i show death clock to anybody i put this song really yeah just because it's to me it's funny like it's just so it's funny funny sure. and i just like seeing them like squirm about it because i'm like when i say he says testicle blood <laughs> like what <laughs> so all right next track face fisted
space fisted. So this one does not come into the actual series until season three, episode two, titled Tribute Clock. Facing public scrutiny following brash statements made by Murderface at a press conference, Death Clock decides to lift their worldwide ban on Death Clock tribute bands while exercising their right to approve or disapprove any tribute act. The band discovers that Toki has been posing as Swiss Guard in a tribute band called Thunder Horse, trying to distance themselves from celebrity status and reconnect with normal people. Death Clock decides to join Thunder Horse in the process, kicking out all the original members. They learn the enormous amount of suffering regular bands go through from starvation to sleep deprivation. They finally crack when Open Sun asks them to return to Mordhouse, leaving Murderface to face the ire of Thunder Horse's new fans. Go ahead, buddy. Um, I mean, this is one of the most more famous Death Clock songs, and <laughs> it's hilarious. It has, I mean, it, it's just so absurd. One of my favorite sections of the song is so strong my face is you punch break fingers kick me you're limping stab me you're bleeding <laughs> um face visit is a badass song it's heavy um it's just it's just a very like kick-ass metal song just like a tough beat the shit out of you metal song um I, i've always enjoyed face visit it's fun it's not nearly as like super complex as some of the other songs in the album but what it does it does really really well i love face fisted it's a fun song it's a very straightforward metal song big fan it's a good one. Oh wait one more thing oh, what does he say um feel my fist on your face you hate this i feel great it's <laughs> another one of my favorite lyrics so again i got this album probably in so I got this album probably in about in 2009, right? And I played it because like I had, you know, again gotten um, that CD that had Laser Cannon Death Ends on it. So I went back and got the Death album, and I played the Death album a lot. Whenever I got to Face Fisted, I always skipped it. What? And it was just something about the way, like, it's got the, you know, it just didn't hook me in right away. In because of the way that he is saying the words, how they're not in normal sentences, it was like, what the fuck? It just didn't catch me. And it wasn't until I saw, and we'll talk about it later, the Bat Metal video that I absolutely <laughs> fell in love with this song. Yes. Um, just because I was able to put just, I was able to put the lyrics with the visual to it, and it just fucking <laughs> killed me. This song is was a slow burn and it grew me and it's mm-hmm. it's so fucking good mm-hmm. um just <laughs> i just love the part where he's just like i'm so fucking tough i'm so fucking tough that's right like it's like <laughs> he was like talking himself in the mirror it's like i'm so fucking tough i'm so fucking tough that's right it just you know it's like you have i just love the the part where he's like just talking shit it's like you're an ugly man you're as dumb as sand your mom's fucking Fat, your mom blew a rat. You are a mistake. You have sex with cake. You think you're so tough. You're a living bluff. I will put you down. I will make you brown. I will make you bleed. I am filled with speed. I cannot feel pain. I might be insane. I am victory. I write history. <laughs> like, it's just, God, you know, it's very much, it kind of reminds me of um, uh, Mermaider. Just the, mm-hmm. this is the over the top, just, I'm going to kill you because I'm better than you. 
and I'm just so fucking tough. So this song just slow burn, but it is definitely top notch. Um, all right, buddy. Well, let's let's round this out, man. Fifteen songs. The last track, Death Harmonic. track death harmonic comes from season one episode 10 fat kid at the death harmonic death clock begins doing as much charity work as possible to help their tax situation even going as far as adopting a son the band's poor parenting consists of tying him outside feeding him nothing but sugar supposedly neutering him and not providing him with a bathroom among other things they eventually release him back into the wild on an island populated by feral cats as the death chapter flies into the sunset, the cats ascend upon him in an orgy of bloodshed. Um, and that's pretty much, you know, synonymous of how I feel about this last track. Like it just, you know, I'm just I'm ready to fly away because this song doesn't do it for me. Oh, it doesn't do it for you. Like it's you know, it the the four and a half minute epic closing, because it is the longest track on the album at four and a half minutes you know it's an okay song i do like the intro uh but it's a, it's just a slow you know grind mm-hmm. throughout and it just you know it just doesn't really it doesn't hook me you know as okay. i think it's a great i think it's a great closer but it just doesn't as a song itself i just don't i like where it fits but i don't you know really have a lot to say about the song itself it just doesn't really you know hit with me very well so mm. okay that's fair um <clears throat> i really like this song it's not and I think a lot of it comes to placement. I think if this were in a different part of the album, I wouldn't like it as much, but I think as an album closer, it's a great album closer. It's a great like time to roll the credits. Um, it also has some pretty great lyrical content. I love 
just beginning brutality is near in the form of income tax. I'd rather take a fucking axe to my face. <laughs> it's really great. And then the part at uh it's about two thirty in when the like the orchestra part is like hitting like a crescendo. And he says, prepare the laser beam. We're gonna use it tonight. Engage the laser beam. It's such a badass part of the song. And then you take a step back and you're like, this is so silly. But that part of the song is so cool that it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, I like it. I definitely understand why this would be kind of a middling track. It's not super high on my list, but I, I, I think it's a cool song and I think it's a really good way to end the album. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's good. It's a perfect closer. Yes. Um, but, you know, for the, for the song itself, it just doesn't do it for me. But nonetheless, mm, that's right. 15 songs. Holy shit. Ooh, it's a tough one. That was, that was good. Um, well, before well, we jump into our rankings, I do want to talk about Bat Metal. You want to talk about Bat Metal? Let's talk Bat Metal. As I mentioned, you know, briefly during Face Fisted, Bat Metal is on YouTube. There's three, right? There are three. And I remember when did it come out? This came out in good 2014. God, 2014. And I think I found this right about 2015 and just died laughing. <laughs> Bat Metal, it's it's there's three videos. There's Bat Metal, there's Bat Metal Returns, and the last one is Bat Metal Forever. And uh which is like the Batman movies, right? Um the first song for Bat Metal is is face fisted. Yep. And I will definitely post the links to these YouTubes in our comments because this is you've got to watch these videos. They're hysterical. <laughs> um the first one actually it has um it just really just see, you know, Batman on stage as the lead singer. And you then you have Robin as the drummer, you have Red Hood as the bass player, and Nightwing as guitar. And then during the solo, you just see um what I think is Red Robin just rise up from the middle of the stage for a blistering solo, which is pretty cool. Uh, actually, I lied. That's not true at all. Yeah, so it's just, you know, Batman, Nightwish on guitar, Red Hood on bass, and then Robin on drums. Um, the second one is Bat Metal Returns, and <clears throat> this one is based on Mermaider, where the band goes into this underwater temple to save Aquaman. And there's Aquaman, SpongeBob, Squidward. They're just like attacking Aquaman. It's hysterical. You know, Batman and the Bat family uh, with Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, and Red Robin go in, fuck shit up. There's, you know, Nemo. There's the big daddy from Bioshock. Again, just when you're hearing Mermaider, and then they get in there, and they are just fucking shit up. It's just like beating the shit out of Ariel, SpongeBob, Squidward. Like, it's hysterical. And then you see, you know, Red Robin just killing a fucking solo. Uh, and then, well, Batmetal was released in 2016, so it was awesome to you know, see it just, you know, a year later when it came out. Um, the last one is, again, Batman, or excuse me, Batmetal Forever. And... Uh, this one is um, uses the song Awaken and it was released in 2018. 
again, you've got the Bat family in the car. They arrive to like Arkham Asylum and they get out of the car. They see a very cartoonish and awkwardly arousing Batgirl walk up in extremely tight spandex along with just a uh, very well endowed chest and ass uh but it's just again it's hysterical uh it's um they go in you see batgirl just like twerking and shaking her ass on stage um and it's basically about them trying to you know find a cure for the joker um to revive him and resurrect him but nonetheless if you haven't seen these videos like this is an awesome introduction, I think, because a lot of Metalocalypse fans are DC fans and Marvel fans and comic, just com- overall comic fans. And seeing like metal and comics collide like this with these great, awesome videos and cartoon videos, it's hysterical. It just brings a whole different dimension to the songs um, by putting them to like their own mu- music video. It's it's. I find myself watching these at least like once every three months. It's just funny to watch. <laughs> yeah, so, they're pretty hilarious. Uh, but definitely check those out. I'll put those links in the description and all that stuff. You can check them out just to share, you know, get get more views. They all, they all got like over 40 million views. It's hysterical. Which is ridiculous. Um, all right. So let's get into ranking these, buddy. Oh, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Start us off. What is your number 15? Number 15 for me is going to be Better Metal Snake. And I'm also going to preface by saying there are no songs on this album that I like j- dislike. Um, it's just a matter of songs I like better than others. So Better Metal Snake doesn't do it for me as much as others. So Better Metal Snake, number 15. I will also preface that that I think there are some skippers on here for the short car ride but if i need a like a two-hour car ride i'll put this on and just let it ride the whole way through um but i also concur metal metal snake is number 15 for me your number 14 my number 14 is briefcase full of guts the first again these are good songs this is a really hard one to rank but you know the bottom category, bottom list of songs on this album are going to be songs that longer car ride, sure I'll listen to them. Short ride, nah. So briefcase full of guts is number fourteen for me. All right, my number fourteen is Death Harmonic. Mm-hmm. Again, it just it doesn't do it for me. I do think they do think it's a good closer where the album was shaped, uh, with this with the uh, you know order of it all, but skin doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Thirteen for you. All right, buddy. So it begins. Number 13 for me is Castratic Rod. Oh, no. The jaw just dropped. It's a cool song, but it's just not one that grabs me as much as others. So I get it. It's a cool mm-hmm. song, but to mm-hmm. me, they're better Death Clock songs. So 13, mm-hmm. Castratic Rod. You fool. Number 13 for me is Briefcase Full of Guts. So Okay, yeah. I uh, yeah. If, if Death Harmonic wasn't there, I would have also had fourteen as briefcase full of guts. Um, all right, number thir- number twelve for you. On topic, Death Harmonic is my number twelve. Okay. Great album, Ender. Not the best song, but still good. So 
Number 12, Death Harmonic. All right, let's see what I've got. One, two, three. Uh, my, my number 12 is going to be Hatred Copter. All right. This one was tough for me to place. And I'll explain why when I reveal my number 11. My number 11 is The Lost Vikings. And the reason I say this is because The Lost Vikings is a really good song. It's a really good Amon Amarth style song, and it would fit on any Amon Amarth album. The reason I don't have Lost Vikings higher is because this is a Death Clock album. A lot of these songs are like satirical and fun. So for me, although it's a strong and a really great song, if I'm going to listen to Death Clock, I want to listen to more like Death Clock specific stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So for me, Lost Vikings is number 11. He looks so upset. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, really? Number 11, The Lost Vikings. Oh, look at that. That's surprising. I thought you were about to be bad at me. No, I I 100% concur exactly what you said. <laughs> That's cool. All right. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Number 10 for you. Uh, Hatred Copter is 10. It's fun. It's a goofy song. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, it's Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite, but you got to have it on there. It's, it's, it's funny. All right. My number copter was ten. My number ten is "Go Forth and Die." Ooh, hot take, hot. It's take. uh, it's it's. I like the song, I mean, because literally we're getting into the upper echelon where it's like, yep. I've got to just put it in, and I've got to rank it somehow. Yep. And you know, I the way that you described it. Uh, maybe when I go back and listen to it again and put a better ear to um, which one just the lyrics about you know education like now I've actually going back and actually reading lyrics I'm like oh shit that's hilarious Um, just <laughs> moving with your parents back into the dark landed with the, where you started Bachelor of Arts like that's awesome it's, um, it's very well written it's very funny but I just you know I it's a good song, but it just there are other songs I like better. So, mm-hmm. all right, number nine for you. My number nine is uh, "Blood Tracuted. Um, cool, fun song. Again, we're we're even though we're only halfway through the album, not even halfway through the album. These are all songs that are good. Um, so my number nine is "Blood Tracuted. All right, let's see. Okay. All right. So my number nine is Thunder Horse. Okay. Um, again, it's just, I mean, the songs like they're neck and neck. So, um, all right. And your number eight? My number eight is Thunder Horse. All right. Suffers from a little bit of play fatigue. Heard it a bunch of times, played it a bunch of times, still love the song, but I'm going to go back and listen to the album unless I got a long ride. Thunder Horse, unfortunately, might be a skip at this point. Okay. Well, my number eight is fan song. Mm. Mm. So mm. We'll, uh, we'll get into it a little later. All right. Your number seven. My number seven is go into the water. So that puts my number seven. Also, at go into the water. Ooh, spicy hot take. Uh, again, it's just. I really like the vocal effects within within go into the water on that. Um mm-hmm. it just it um 
again, it's they're all just so neck and neck right now. They are. Uh, yep. Your number six. My number six is face fisted at number six. And we're starting to get into difficult to rank territory. Yes, extremely difficult. All right. My number six is going to be the opener, Mermaider. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, literally, my one and two are locked. I mean, you could literally just three through eight. They're a revolving door. <laughs> like, it really is. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, your number five. My number five is Mermaider. Nice. Right there with you. Love Mermaider, but the other ones I love just a little bit more. All right. All right. So that puts, let's see, one. We got three songs. All right. So what's your five? Uh, hold on. Let's see. My number five is going to be Face Fisted. Okay. So we're, we're right there with each other. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, number four for you. My number four is Birthday Death Day. At number four, my number four is also <laughs> birthday. Death Stop copying me, <laughs> <laughs> cheater! Your number three. My number three is awaken. Are you serious? <laughs> is it really? <laughs> my number three is awaken. God. But here's where we start swinging blows. Because wow. we are on very different ends of the spectrum when it comes to our top two. Yeah. What is number two for you? My number two is Fan Song. Okay. Love it. It is hilarious. Um, and musically, it's great, too. Um, I think Fan Songs is a great representation of Death Clock. Oh, one, yeah, 100%. Like, lyrically, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, my number and two... is good, too. My number two is Blutricuted. Oh, okay. I just love the way I just love the the lyrics in that song. They're mm-hmm. just awesome. Um, so that puts your number one at "Go Forth and Die." I fucking love that song. The lyrics are hilarious. The song is badass. And then that that dude, that guitar section starting at one thirty, the guitars that kind of battle for a second and like slowly harmonize together. That whole section that I, I alluded to it earlier. That middle part of Go Forth and Die is my favorite thing that Death Clock has done in any of their songs. So this song is an easy number one for me. Well, that puts my number one at Castratocron. Well, we have so it's so funny how this works out, right? We have like almost every episode, we have a lot of tracks that we like the same amount, but then the ones we really like and dislike were opposite, like every time. I was actually made a jo- I, I I made a comment or a little note here. I have a little sticky notes app that I use, and I wrote with all exclamation points. My one is your ten. When you said that ten was go forth and die, and if I'm not mistaken, this is exactly the same as last week when we did the white album. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think it's exactly yes. the same. Yes, I had scream at ten. You had it at one. Yep. Um but you also have Castratocron at 13. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's 15 songs on there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It's not my favorite, but it's not, a, here's the thing. Well, but let's also look at this. Mermaider, 
six and five. Go into the water, tied for seven. Awaken, tied at three. Better Metal Snake, tied at 15. Viking, Lost Vikings, tied at 11. Thunder Horse, nine and eight. Briefcase Full of Guts, 13 and 14. Birthday, Death Day, four and four. Hatred Copter, 12 and 10. Face Visit, five and six. Death Harmonic, 14 and 12. We only have close on most of them. Three songs that are drastically different. We have one, two, let's see, we have one, two, three, four, five songs where we tied. That's crazy. One, two, three, four, five songs, six songs where we're within one or two notes of each other it's literally just three songs but we're widely different so that's hilarious I and mean, this is actually this is our first album together where we are i mean literally it's just it's what song do you like better and it's not like oh i i hate that song it's just like i just i like castroticon way better and i think for you go forth and die makes sense because of the lyrical content which and how long you've been doing in school the lyric part i mean the lyrics have always killed me in that song i just i don't know i find it hilarious and it's a perfect blend for me in terms of like the lyrical content and the levity of it and how funny it is. But also that middle section is just so fucking sick. Like if any band that we listened to had that middle section, that song would probably be my favorite song on that album. So like if Trivium had something like that on one of their songs, I'd be like, that's the coolest song on the album. So that middle part always, always gets the blood pumping. <laughs> All right, so let's just let me round it out one more time. So for me, I have Better Metal Snake, Death Harmonic, Briefcase Full of Guts, Hatred Copter, The Lost Vikings, Go Forth and Die, Thunder Horse, Fan Song, Go Into the Water, Mermaider, Face Fisted, Birthday Death Day, Awaken, Bloodtricuted, and Castratocron. You have Better Metal Snake, Briefcase Full of Guts, Castratocron, Death Harmonic, The Lost Vikings, Hatred Copter, Bloodtricuted, Thunder Horse, Go Into the Water, Face Fisted, Mermaider, Birthday Death Day, Awaken, Fan Song, and Go Forth and Die. So, very, <clears throat> I mean, either way, solid, solid tracks. Yeah. Uh, or solid rankings, I think. All the way around. And you can only write, and this is kind of the thing about this album, which is both it, the joy and what makes it a little more difficult is you can only analyze this to, to so much, right? Because at the end of the day, you're, you know, when we talk about like, oh, you know, this song over that one or yada, yada, I mean, birthday, death day, you look at songs like that and blood tricuted, like this whole thing is absurd. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, you have to take that into account too. So this is a, this is a great musical album. It's also hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, nail on the head. I mean, it's as we stated before in the beginning, like this is a solid, solid metal album. Um, The fact that, you know, there is some tongue in cheek on this in terms of lyrical content, but it's rock solid. You know, the guitars have good riffs, uh, good grooves. You know, the solos are short and sweet, but they're right to the point. Um, Brandon Smalls as vocals as Nathan Explosion rocks. I mean, that's awesome. Um, and I would 
I think I've had an opportunity to see them one time when they did like that one small tour and I wasn't able to attend, but that this, would have been cool. It, it's just like, how is it possible that a virtual fake band from a cartoon can stand up to, you know, other bands, if not blow them out of the water? Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the thing, right? We even talked about it. Um, oh, this must have been a few weeks ago. I oddly enough, or this is music recommended the, the Doom soundtrack from the newest Doom game because it's it's awesome. It's so good. So yeah, I mean, sure, it's a cartoon. Sure, it's you know a goofy satire thing, but there's no denying the musical talent and what was written for this album. It's still excellent. Yeah, I mean, that definitely, you know, whenever it comes to try and introduce someone to metal, you know, I tell them, like, you got your own death clock. Like, what's that? Like, well, it's a cartoon, but they put out some really fucking good music. And, you know, they've had, let's see. I mean, after that, they had the death album two and the death album three. Um, I remember hearing I ejaculate fire for the first time and just was just giggling the whole time. Like, what a, fucking just song title um yeah i you know i'm still waiting for the movie to come out for them to i guess round out the final story for is that happening yeah it's in limbo um i mm. think brandon smalls was fighting with cartoon network or um somebody about just trying to get the rights or something like that to get it just to finish the fucking story um mm. so because again i i've only watched you know Probably I mean, I have watched all the episodes, but I I've not you know it's not like The Office or Parks and Rec or something where I've just have binged thousands of times and can you know recite words like I see it I laugh at it you know it's still fresh to me, uh, but I just don't I don't know why it's where it's hung up where you know they couldn't do another season or they didn't do the, the movie just some, something's amiss and hopefully it's coming down the pipe sooner than later so that would be cool so well. Again, awesome, awesome pick for this week, buddy. I, I'm glad that we could actually find common ground for 12 <laughs> out of 13 songs. That is That's, a high achievement for us. That's pretty damn good. And I, I think, you know, this this is an easy middle ground album, I think, to be honest. Because I, I was struggling. You know, I had some ideas. And, you know, some of the things I was chatting about before, so a couple of the albums, they're going to make an appearance. But figured this week, let's just go with something that, you know, it's just like slip it into a warm Bath, we know this one pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right, buddy. Well, with that being said, let us move on to the last segment. This is music. Trying, we can't find anything. Seriously, what is all this shit? I mean, what are you even looking for? Madonna, Blondie, Bowie, Beatles, music. We need music. This is music. <laughs> um. So I got one that's actually going to be not only an encouragement for listeners to check out, but this is actually me telling me to do my own homework. Right when Adam and I were about to record this episode, I was just perusing the old Spotify um, to see, you know, recommendations for bands I either already listened to or stuff that kind of is in the periphery of that. And I had no idea that Blind Guardian just released a new album days ago. I had no idea. So Blind Guardian has released The God Machine, in September of 2022, I'm going to go listen to this shit tomorrow. Um, 
a blind guardian for those of you who don't know and album reviews of theirs will absolutely happen on this podcast um is one of the like probably most well-known power metal bands out there so the fact that they've released a new album that i didn't know about although i don't listen to power metal very much anymore um i need to check this out and i encourage you to do the same and i'm curious what people's thoughts are so i'm, I'm looking forward to giving this a spin yeah i saw on twitter um fuck, what's it, the singer from bonsai kirsch yes uh, he had said something about what's everyone think of the album so uh but good choice i will definitely check it out it's blind guardians of a band that i definitely it's one of the things like it's just like lord of the rings it's like i know that i would like this i like his vocals i'd like what they talk about but i just have never taken the time to get into it you would so, love it oh <laughs> i'm jamming I'm, I'm listening to a little blood of the elves in the background right now from the new album you'd like this okay okay well just as you just discovered that Blind Guardian put out a new album, just yesterday I was introduced uh, due to a suggested song uh, on a mix from a band called Enemy Inside. Uh, their What I believe is their debut album it was Phoenix, released in 2018. Uh, they're a German band uh, with female clean vocals and... If you like Unleash the Archers, they are like a heavier version of them, mm. just a little more like metalcore, um, maybe a little genty a little bit in time, but just straightforward like metalcore. She's got great clean vocals. There's no, from what I've um, listened to for the first couple run throughs of this album, Phoenix, there's no screams on here. Um, it's all her, and she has a has a phenomenal voice. Um, so and they do have another album that was released last year and called Seven, which I'm gonna check out later uh this week for sure. But yeah, Enemy Inside Phoenix, from what I've heard so far, it's pretty awesome. So check them out. All right on, will do. Awesome. Well, on that note, man, um, thank you again to all of our listeners so far. Uh, who've been following us through our first, you know, 10 episodes, which Good would Lord. not have, you know, we're you know, 11 episodes deep now. Uh, the support from friends and family and just other listeners from across the country and across the globe who are, you know, listening to us religiously week after week, you know, waiting each Monday with bated breath as an episode drops um, and they stream it, they download it. Um, uh, you know, I would love to hear your feedback on what you know you think about the episodes, about our rankings, about how wrong I am, how stupid Orion is. Uh, just to you know get some more interaction with y'all, the fans, and you know let us know if there's other albums that you want us to review and get our thoughts on, and let us know your thoughts as well, because uh, the pipeline from down the metal oasis and for the metal journey is. I mean, there is going to be an end point to where we've explored all of our albums that were influential to us as, you know, young metalheads growing up. So you know, things will probably turn to just finding new bands and doing a Blind Guardian new album release re review, doing the new Ozzy, doing the new Megadeth, just, you know, as the legacy acts keep churning out new music, you know, it's all new listens to us and all new listens to you. So we want to share in that metal experience with you all. So again, do we, do appreciate all that. Continue to follow us on Facebook at, you know, the Metal Oasis uh, on our Facebook page, uh, on Twitter at the Metal Oasis. 
And we do have our email address, themetaloasis at gmail.com, which I do, do love reading all the feedback that we're getting from you all. Um, and we are on you know, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Podcast, Amazon Podcast. So wherever you listen to us, please continue to download, like, and share these episodes. We are trying to grow and get out to more and more people to share this experience. Uh, because this is what it's all about, is connecting metalheads and... You know, just like last week with someone that is, you know, 20 years or just shy of 20 years older than Orion and I, but to be able to have a common experience, common like in a band, you know, with someone that's you know, older than us, but also has the same experiences and uh, memories with an album like, you know, metal transcends the generations, metal transcends, you know, the world and to get in touch with some guy that I listen to his podcast he likes a band. I like the band. I'm like, hey, you know, you're eight hours away in a car ride from me, but hey, let's link up and talk about this. And he's like, down, let's do it. So this is definitely the big thing for me. And I think Orion as well as being able to get in contact with other listeners out there and just seeing that shared and common experience. So thank you Absolutely. again for all of that. Orion, you got any last words for us before we go into our uh, next week release? Nope, I got nothing. Uh, you know, I, I'm tempted to say go forth and die, Adam, but you know what? I'm, I'm starting to grow, I guess, a little bit fond of you. I don't know. You're still kind of, still kind of maybe want to slap you right in the taint, but you know what? I am enjoying, enjoying these weekly get togethers. So <laughs> you don't have to go forth and die, I suppose. Uh, thank God. Well, um, so this has been, you know, Death Clocks. The Death Album. So next week, it is my pick, and we are back in my side of the court, and I'm going to go with the fourth album by Killswitch Engage, their second album from, or excuse me, their second album with Howard on vocals, As Daylight Dies. I was first uh, introduced to them by the song The Arms of Sorrow, and it's been all she wrote ever since. So get ready for that one, boys. It's going to be a fun one as we venture and just stay in the metalcore realm. Um, well, with that said, Orion, buddy, I will catch you on the flip side. Latro, bro. Latro, bro.